This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So Tuesday night, we kind of broke new ground. Well, you did anyways. You you got together with some of the uh, individuals, our friends that listen, and uh, you kind of got together and had some tea. We had tea on Tuesday. We called it Tea Tuesday. Very, very clever. That's, I love it. I love it. <laughs> but we, it, it's been something that I've been saying for quite a while. Like, I just want to create an event or a space where women can just get together. And it doesn't have to just be women, but what I was I think desiring. That, I think that it was good that it was, and we'll get into that in a bit. And, and it was it's okay to say that. So that's <laughs> what really I was, is, I was yeah. like, I, I felt like I was missing, um, those intimate female friendships. Sure. Yeah. And so I wanted to create a space where open-minded women could get together and just be. And so, uh, I talked about it a lot without actually doing anything about it. <laughs> and then, um, when I went to the new moon retreat at heat last month, that was like the intention that I sat, that I set. Because was, you really enjoyed that. Well, yes. Yeah. And that was like during that retreat, we set intentions for the next 30 days. Sure. And I was like, my intention is I'm going to do this thing that I keep talking about doing. So I set a date that night, sent the little, I made a little graphic and I sent it out to a handful of women. And then it wasn't until like last week that I finally got the courage to actually like put it out totally publicly on social media. Yeah. And so, and then we talked about it on the podcast. So um, there were 13 of us that got together and I spent most of Tuesday in a complete panic that no one was going to come and it was just going to be me sipping tea all alone. Well, I I can tell you, I think it's human nature that that can be intimidating if you don't know anybody and you're just going to show up in an environment like that. It was a big ask. Right. Like on my part exactly. to just be like, hey, come have tea. But, I, but I'm glad that people found out that, you know what, that I can tell you that th- this is one of the things we base everything that we do around inclusive and non judgmental. Yes. I and want, I just want, I want people to remember that that's what this is about. And that sense of community and just like having a safe space. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talk about a really broad range of topics and we're never trying to get someone to agree with us. Right. I, I, a hundred percent, you know, yes. it's like, here's kind of our experience and just an observation or an experience or a feeling or a thought and do with it what you want. Like if it resonates with you, then take it and learn more, Right. incorporate it. If it doesn't resonate with you, then leave it. It's okay. Yes. And that's really what, um, I wanted to create outside of the, like, here's the podcast where we talk to you through your earbuds, right. but I wanted to like do it in person sure. and like get that element. So, 
Well, there's something about the human connection. Yes. Right? And I, I think a lot yeah. of us were missing that, you know, over the last couple of years during the pandemic. And then we went back to normal and everybody really didn't know what normal looked like. And a lot of people had changed as who they were right. had changed. And so um, that was a big thing that all of the the women that came were like, I almost didn't come. Like, I felt like this is really going out on a, on a limb Almost all of them. Because I know I know there were obviously some that didn't because they were they just it was tough to muster the courage. And I understand that. Yeah. But I, I hope this serves an, as an example again, inclusive, non judgmental. Everybody yes. just always. Yeah. And um if dudes would have showed up, we would have welcomed them with the Well, I uh, on that point, I can address that because I'm a dude. I think you know, having done what I've done for as many years as I've done it, I I know and I understand that sometimes it's good to not have that and women can get together and feel, I think they feel more comfortable discussing certain things and, uh, you know, things that come up in their lives. And that's totally understandable. And it was good to be able to do it there with you and a like-minded group. And again, inclusive, everybody welcome, non-judgmental, Let's visit and lift each other up. And it it got vulnerable like really quickly. Yeah. And that told me that people are craving that space to just really be open and vulnerable around other people who they feel like are going to support them. And it wasn't like, here's my problems, help me fix them. Right, it was just right. kind of like, here's been my experience. And then there were, there was like, it seemed like someone at the table was would say, me too, or I've experienced that, or I know what you're going through. And it was just like this beautiful, compassionate. I love Like it. everyone was like full of empathy and it was just, ah, it was so amazing. Right. It was so fun. And I didn't, I didn't talk a lot. Like everyone. Which is amazing and, to me. Well, and I didn't, because <laughs> I had kind of right. thought about it and I was like, should I have something like prepared, like talking points, like to get the like conversation yeah, sure. starters, you know, like if it gets weird. And then I'm like, no, don't put too much thought in it because then you're going to be even more disappointed if like nobody comes. Right. So I really didn't do anything. I just showed up. But the there way, was already people there when I got there and I was like, oh my God, what's happening? By the way, we we didn't approach this like with any organization whatsoever. You literally just said, if anybody would like to come have tea yeah. with me, show up. Yep. And that, that's fantastic because we've talked about as things progress and the community grows to be able to have a gathering of like-minded people, get them together and uh, just get together and talk. I think that's, I think that kind of civil conversation mm -hmm. and again, compassion, yeah, I think is something that people are yearning for and it's, and you don't find it everywhere. We, the, the, the odd thing is when uh, a friend of mine, uh, at the gym brought this up because he heard us talking about it. And it was Tyson, as a matter of fact, who I had brought in and we had talked about. He was on last week. Yes. And we talked about, you know, the alcohol free lifestyle with men and why it's so hard for them to talk about it. And he brought up, he was like, you know what? Why can't we get guys together to do something like that? And I said, you know, maybe at some point we could. Right. Because I think there's a comfort level there. Because it's it's okay to be vulnerable vulnerable around like minded individuals and you know say what you want to say but you know women with women and men with men mm -hmm. now guys are not like I, we were both convinced it would probably be about impossible right but it doesn't but at some point 
to get guys together because we did have more than a handful of guys that reached out and be like, man, I mean, including a guy that was really having a tough go after listening to us because he he had been given an ultimatum by his spouse, Mm. you know, and I was like, and I immediately was like, we got to reach out to this guy. Yeah. But that type of conversation, non-judgmental and inclusive. I just, I can't say enough about that. I think there's a lot of, I, I mean, I'm generalizing, but I I would bet there's more men than you would think. But they don't talk about it. That's right. why that's that, why I because think, right. I mean, that's society, the programming that we've all been handed down since childhood tells men like, don't do that. You know what I like about what podcasting? I got into broadcast period, specifically radio, because I liked the intimate nature of it, mm-hmm. the, the conversation. It was way better than TV or anything else that anybody had done. I was like, it's immediate, it's happening now, and it's really touching people. Mm-hmm. What we've been able to do to do with this podcast is exactly that. And it's, I didn't know it when we got in a year ago, mm-hmm. but I, we're finding out now how intimate the conversation is. And how safe of a space it is to just come talk and, you know, put your earbuds in and listen. And we like to hear back from people as well. And the, the get together on Tuesday night was a great example of people actually wanting to connect face to face, which yes. I love. It yeah. was awesome. There was a lot of talk about alcohol and not everybody there was a non-drinker, sure. uh, but a handful were. And, and more so the conversation centered around when you socialize with alcohol, oftentimes the conversation is very superficial the more that you drink. And I can attest that 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 has been my experience. And so it was kind of removing alcohol from the equation completely for everyone who was there, whether they're drinkers or non-drinkers, in that moment, there was no alcohol. And so removing it from the equation completely just really lent itself to very deep conversation really quickly. You know what it's cool is when people sit down and they they get engaged like that and they're not drinking and then they realize that they don't need yeah. it. Right? Totally. Yeah. And but, and you take away that like liquid courage that you know, we've also I think been conditioned to think that we need. Oh, they call it a social lubricant. So I hear you, that all the time and I'm like, "You know what? You you don't need that." No. Because if you go back to your roots as a child, right? Right. You learned, that's how you learned to communicate and connect with people. And then as you, people, I mean, it just becomes too much of a crutch. You forget. Yeah. You forget. And so taking that out of the equation, I think was really good. And that will be my intention going forward. Yeah, that's is that, awesome. that that gathering, I would like to do it monthly. And that seems to be the consensus right. of the group. Like we we really liked how it felt. Right. And so um, going forward, I hope more people will like take that chance. Um, there, a lot of the women I either had met before or had like, oh, I know this person that knows this person that knows you. And that's how, and so there was like some connections. Right. Um, but there was one woman who knew nobody. I didn't know her. She literally just listens to the podcast and heard us talk about it and wanted to come. That's awesome. And I was like, this is so cool. Right. And she was an absolute sweetheart. She yeah. was a doll. So it was just like getting the chance to form connections with people that you otherwise wouldn't have is also a really cool part of it. 
And may, maybe that's the angle the guys could go on. Like <laughs> meet people you wouldn't meet otherwise. You and then what? you get there and it's like this deep, awesome conversation. You know how I can set somebody down and engage in conversation and just, it doesn't bother. Well, I mean, again, the nature of the business, right? But it's it. I can tell you, uh, being able to put my finger on the pulse of what's going on in society, that that is not a thing that guys easily do. I know that, right? They they definitely ha- they hang out with their bros. Yeah, right. And it's not they don't. And then when when they are together, there's not a lot of a sentimental connection. <laughs> right? Absolutely, they f- because they don't they don't want to appear vulnerable. And I think right? that's like we, we kind of joked about this the, on the Aubrey Marcus Aaron Rodgers podcast episode right. that we both listened to. And I think that's one of the reasons that his podcast is appealing because he is very vulnerable with his guests. And like, you just don't hear that very often when it's a, a man. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a definite, but I think Joe Rogan is kind of too. Yeah. Well, he's a little bit gruffer, but I one think one thing, he, uh, Joe Rogan is, is good at what he does. And he, I mean, to me, he's one of the best because He's so straightforward. He definitely is. So, and again, I don't agree with everything he says. I don't. But when when he talks, you're not getting anything fake. True. He will tell you exactly how he feels. He's a matter of fact. This is what I believe. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't, that's fine. And he's he is that way as well. He, he will bring anybody in, and he and he doesn't he doesn't mock people. He doesn't, you yeah. know, yeah, he's uh, so that's, so I guess it's, yeah. it's the authenticity. Right. I think that I, that I'm just finding more and more in whether it be the media that I'm consuming or the, the people sure. that I'm just yeah. spending time with. It's that authenticity that I'm really looking for. Well, we're, we, we always talk about people are at this point, I think just because of the way the world is and all the conflict. And I think one thing that has really driven this what they call the uh, this awakening is people right here in our country ha- are sick of the divide. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many people specifically with politics, you know, religion, whatever, that draw lines and we don't mm-hmm. need the lines, no. right? That's the great thing about this country is it's, it's the melting pot. Yeah, right? the lines are not helping. Yeah, it's not, that's not good and we shouldn't think like that. And that's why I'm excited to bring some more, you know, uh, what, and I, I don't have a problem saying this. I love to bring people on that n- the majority of society would maybe consider strange mm-hmm. because once you meet them and you get a chance to talk to them and all of a sudden there, there's a human touch to it. And then you realize, like, you know what? I may not agree with everybody, everything they say, but I like them. Yeah. Right. I always go back to that kindred spirit. I meet people like that all the time that I don't have necessarily immediately a lot in common with, mm-hmm. but you can just tell as soon as you meet them. There, there's just this light about them that's uh, kind of engaging, right? And you want to be around them because they make you feel good. Yeah, that's the people, and that's the people you want to be around. Like, the, that's, like that, I get the check set. your energy when you're done spending time with people and. Pay attention to how you feel. Yeah, I, I mean, I get the sense that that's kind of the community that you had on Tuesday night. Very much, right. like the energy was really good, and and there were s- some of the conversations were pretty serious about yeah. uh, some serious topics, but the energy was just like there was just so much love. And it's good to find out that a lot of people not, not only are compassionate, but they can relate. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, right? Yeah, going through the same things. I think. Uh, 
it, it goes back to what we talked about a few days ago with anxiety being at an t- all-time mm-hmm. high because everybody's always thinking that everybody else is thinking about them. Totally. And it's not, that is not the case. And we tell ourselves right? this story of like, I, well, this is one of the stories that I tell myself is like, people won't like the real you, like wear a mask, like be, be a character. And I was for so many years. Right. And so now with the podcast, it's much more authentic and it's, it's real and it's raw and it's not a character. But then anytime there's like negative feedback or criticism, that voice tells me like, put the mask back on. This isn't safe. Like go back, be normal, pull back, pull back. And it's like this alarm. So I'm really working through just like, not listening to that voice right. and just like continuing to be me. I love, uh, it's funny because, well, the guy that trains me is 21 years old, right? I, Brett, I talk about Brett a lot. And uh, he he finds it fascinating that I actually did 11 years of country radio. <laughs> I bet he does. Because he was like, you don't strive. I was like, you know what? It makes me feel good to hear that because you're, you, you, he sees the real me. That's fun. Right? Yeah, that's so because true. I, and, and again, nothing against country music. There are some of the country artists that I've met over the years and some of the music that I've listened to and I have a great admiration from, for them and I think they're fantastic. But I'm not per se a country music fan and he never believed that I was. And he found, finds it fascinating that I did that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that makes me feel good because he knows the real me after yeah. all the time I've spent with him over the last year. Right. right? It's so true. And you, and you do like I'll t- share a story about Chris, my trainer, who was on the podcast yesterday. And I was listening to your episode with those guys when I was warming up at the gym Wednesday morning. And I was like, I was just listening to you on the podcast. And I heard you make fun of my butt candle yeah well i had or to point ask it out well, point out my butt candle well, he comes in and he sits down we have we have <laughs> you know, we, our, our studio is four chairs right and he sits down and the butt candle is right in front of him now explain what the butt candle is uh it is a candle and it is a woman's a woman's posterior butt and thighs yeah and it's just it's a butt you, candle we don't light it it's just no, for, it's, it's just decor. for looks it's decor um i got it at bonita down in old town and i just love it it's yeah. cool so i and I, so you brought it up on the podcast and you guys were laughing about it and i was like oh, calling out the butt candle and chris is like it's funny because i was looking at it before he brought it up and he goes all i was thinking was like it seems very normal to me that jess has a butt candle and i was like chris knows me right right he knows that i'm a little left of center like yeah. i'm a little weird and back to the he didn't he couldn't believe that i actually did country radio right because he uh, last week, uh, he was like, I can't wait. This weekend, I'm going to a show. He was, they're heading up to uh, Fargo. And I said, who, who are you going to see? And he said, Polo G. And I was like, well, well, who's that? He goes, it's hip-hop rap. He goes, you listen to that stuff? I go, actually, I did. I was in Southern California when NWA and that movement really came to life, right? And it exploded. And it, it reached, you know, uh, a, a, a group of individuals, young men specifically, it started with that it knew no boundaries. It reached kids in the furthest parts of the, the I mean, the, the deepest woods in northern Minnesota. I mean, where that was I grew kind up. of the birthplace of that 
it was, style of it music, was, right? It, it and was and at that yeah, time, NWA in Southern California, yep. and it, but it, there was kids all over the Midwest in small I, towns. Yeah, I remember it. Everybody was listening to it, and there was no. They just they there was lightning in a bottle, mm-hmm. right? And I said, yeah, I, I mean, I remember when it started, and through college in the nineties, I listened to all the you know Snoop and Dre and all those oh, guys. Yeah. I, I I know all that. And he said, well, you got to listen to this guy. So I pl- I've listened to a couple of the guys' albums. His name is Polo G. And is he I, good? Yeah. Well, to me, it, it, yeah, it, 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 he's really good. He's super talented. And Brett was like, I can't believe you actually listened to those. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he gets a 50-year-old guy. And I'm like, dude, I'm pretty open-minded I'm very individual. Because cool. he keeps asking me because I'll see him at the gym when he's working out. And he'll look, I'll have my earbuds in. He'll have his in. He'll be like, what are you listening to? <laughs> I don't know what he like. Does he think I just listened to the Lawrence Welk reruns or or what? Right, I don't know. But you did have a pretty funky like eighties love song playlist going I did. for a well, while. Well, I have I like eighties music because that's when I was in high school. Yeah, because right? it's awesome. Yeah, and I loved in the nineties too because that was my college years. Right, so I, uh, uh, yeah. But it, it was funny to hear him say that, and I'm like because remove myself a year ago uh, or from the situation I'm in now and go back a year yeah. ago. When we were still on the air, people were under the impression that I, you know, would eat, breathe, sleep country music. Yeah. And it's just, again, I have, I love a lot of the artists, but it's not necessarily my jam. No, it's not mine either. So it was, that was my first feeling. And like, he, he knows me as a guy who doesn't drink. Right. So all of these things are like, here's one individual Mm -hmm. who knows the real me. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Not this this well, and the longer persona like, I created, the longer that you get to live your truth and like in your authenticity, like the more people will like that, that mask will just be a distant memory. I think that's part of what we've been talking about since we really figured out mm-hmm. what was going on. I'll have to admit, you know, a year into this now, we've realized it's different than what we were doing in radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm figuring out, do you find a community? And I think we've found a community of people that is growing very quickly mm-hmm. that are tired of being and portraying themselves as somebody that they're not. I think so many people are kind of playing a character in their life. That, that so much. Well, that the, they've either been told by their, their family that, you know, they grew up thinking they needed to become this person or, or their friends or their, the job that they got into has, has made them create this character. They find themselves. And I've talked about this so many people and, and this is going to resonate immediately with people, but there's so many individuals that, you know, that, believe they have to make a certain amount of money, find themselves in a certain social circle, mm-hmm. and then that's going to make them popular or make them feel like they're accepted and make them feel like everybody around them admires them yeah. rather than just being themselves, right? Yeah. And, it, and if you learn to just be yourself, you will find people that love the real you. And if and if you even zoom out further and think about how many people don't even know their real selves. Right, because they've been living a lie. Yeah. Right. And then it's so it's like peeling back all these layers to figure out like, who am I? And then now how do I reconcile like, who am I with who I have been? And it can get a little messy. Yeah, well, it, it, I think there's a lot of people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, beyond that are right now 
this is the the strangest thing coming out of the pandemic. They are just now saying, you know what? Screw it. I am who I am, mm-hmm. and this is I'm not. I'm just going to be me. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm, it's like kind of take it or leave it. Yeah. And I can think for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't need people telling me what I need to believe. Yeah. Right. I can think for myself and I'm not going to be ashamed of anything that I believe in anymore. Yeah. And that's where that like, um, what's the phrase? It's kind of dumb and I don't really like it, but it, it fits like your vibe attracts your tribe. Have you I heard like, that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard I, that. Uh, the speaking, that's weird. You bring that up. Cause I saw a guy. I was walking through Target the other day, and I and guys don't do this, so I didn't. And here I am following him. You liked his shirt. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it said it said positive vibes only. Yes. And I was like, dude, where did you get that? Right. And I was thinking it was probably Life is Good or one of those because yeah, Life they is have good. a lot of like good vibes. Oh stuff. yeah, they have cool stuff yeah, on there cute. like Kindness is Free and all these yep. other fantastic sayings. But I was gonna, I wanted so bad because. It, Cute the, top. The way it was designed, I was like, that's a cool shirt. You should have asked And him. I, it was a hoodie, too. That could have, like, like oh, made God, his day. I don't know if it would have. He was with his wife. His wife probably would have, or significant other. She probably would have loved she it. She would have been like, what is, did, did, did that guy just stop you and tell you he liked your shirt? I've been randomly, <laughs> this is, like, a t- totally different tangent, but I've been randomly giving people compliments. That's a great feeling. Out in public. Yeah, I love it. And it's fun to watch them because oftentimes people are like, it surprises, you know, it's right. just, it's, I think so many people are cranky. You could change somebody's and day. And ornery, though. like the girl that checked me out at Walgreens, I was like, she had a beautiful name and, I, and it was on her name tag. And I was like, that was a great name. And she was like, oh, oh, thank you. It and was I'm, Lenny. Lenny. And I asked her if it was short for anything. And she said, Lenora. I love it. And I was like, oh my God, we're, I'm done having babies, but that is a great <laughs> name. That is a great name. So anyway, your vibe attracts your tribe. So like when you start living like as your true self, when you figure it out, when you peel back the layers and you figure it out and you start living as your true self, um, you do put out an energy that like will bring the people that you need to you that are also like you or yeah. or finding their own way in in the world as their authentic selves. If, yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's the key. And that's kind of what it yeah. felt like on Tuesday night. It was like- you know, kind of put this thing out there. And I felt a little weird at first. And then it was like, oh, all of these women are really on a similar journey it is. in their own timelines. It's funny that we're having this super positive conversation because today is a day in this part of the country <laughs> where we live, where it's, it's cold, it's snowing again, it's blowing. It's literally the middle of March and we have a winter weather watch or warning or advisory or some crap. The next three days, and I'm not exaggerating, are going to be weather that you would see in the middle of January Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. right? We're going to be down below zero on Saturday morning, most likely Sunday as well, very, very likely. Super. Wind chills well below zero, right? Mm -hmm. But- I th- I don't know if this is uh, we get to this point every year, but I think middle of next week that it's going to start the the worm's going to start to turn, and I think spring is going to ch- start to work its way in. We'll see, but again, you got to keep positive. You got to keep yeah, positive. It's, I mean, there's you cannot control the weather, no. so you just so, have to try and yeah. But survive. normally, when you know it's tough, but I, I don't know. I'm not thrilled about it, no. but it just it is what it is. But you had such a good experience on Tuesday night. I've Con- been riding that high for a couple days. Concentrate on that stuff. Yes, right. I have, focus, focus, focus. I'm gonna go work out with a new like gym friend. She invited me to work out, and she's super fit. 
And I was like, oh, fun. Thank you. And then I freaked out because I'm like, I can't go work out with her. She's super fit. Weird story. I just, without naming names, she's, uh, she is uh, involved with the son of one of my very good Marine friends. Yes. Isn't that crazy? I know. I was like, oh, look at all these like webs. I love it. Yeah. So, and then I, I decided that I was going to do something out of my comfort zone because my, my comfort zone is pretty stretched. Sure. But I'm like, I'm going to go work out with her. That's awesome. So Saturday morning, we're going to go to JP. We're That's gonna work awesome. Out, pump some iron. I'm that, sure I'll be a hurting unit, but. I'm still riding the high from uh, uh, w- uh, yesterday, Wednesday. I uh, hit a personal record <gasps> with the dumbbells. And Brett, Brett and I have been working on this for a while. Tell because, us more. Because, well, there's, it's not, there's really oh. no more to tell than other than I got the PR and I'm working on getting to a point that we have set for Memorial Day weekend, which is the unofficial start of summer. Yes. And I said, I want to get to this. We have a number figured out for these dumbbells okay. bench press. And he goes, we're going to get there. And I was, I was starting to wonder because I had stalled for a while. Yep. You know, and you get to that point, And when you plateau on something like that, you just got to keep grinding. Mm-hmm. And the energy and the strength just came out of nowhere nice. yesterday. And we were like, he, I knocked out three of them. And he's like, wow, where'd that come from? That's cool. I said, well, I took a couple of days off because my mom was here. Yeah, we had a visit. <laughs> we did, yeah. My mom was here. And I love my mom. And she, uh, thank God, beat the the blizzard. It was a short trip, but it was still good to see them. Good to see them. So on that note, we will keep you updated uh, for for sure as to where and when Jess is going to have her next little tea get together. Yes, I'm excited. I'm really excited for when it does get warm and we can do it outside. Oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? Yeah, like go to a park. Oh, my God. (gasps) That'd be great. Hug a tree. Sure. Yeah. There's there's talk to the bunnies. There's all kinds of there's all <laughs> kinds of options. So uh we'll keep you updated as to where and when because it's cool to mix kind of mix that up. Totally. Right? And there's I just a, I do want to say thank you because I know most of the women, all the women listen to the podcast. And so I just want to if you're listening and you showed up and you went out of your comfort zone, thank you. Yeah, and you know what? Wonderful. If you were one of the individuals that were a bit intimidated and perhaps wondered what was going to unfold, now you know that you will be welcomed with open arms next time and make sure you show up. Yeah. Right? It's fantastic. All right. We'll leave on a positive note this morning. Keep your heads up. I know a lot of nasty weather sweeping across the country right now, but we'll be back to kick off the weekend tomorrow morning.